We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Wednesday. It's March 30th. It is 2022. We have 11 NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined today by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, my brother. Uh, enjoying life and uh, taking it one day at a time. And we are almost at the end, my friend. And so I am... I mean, I you know, no secret here. I think people get that from us every year, but we are on countdown mode to uh, MLB. Um, always good to switch it up, get something fresh, which you've got NASCAR over the weekend. So um, I, mean, I, I have it too, but I'm just saying, you know, that's, you know, that's one of your, one of your babies and, and something you get to, to pour it into. So, uh, you know, as we get down to NBA and guys get ruled out and teams are fighting for position, gets a little hairy, but nevertheless, we are here to help you try and make a few decisions early. Yeah. I don't sleep on the weekends. Um, that's what NASCAR does to you. So, but I love it. And yes, it's exciting that baseball is right around the corner. I said it yesterday, I'm excited for playoff basketball. I really like playoff basketball. Um, so Really excited for playoff basketball, but yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for baseball season to be here. I can't wait. So let's jump into this basketball slate. We got 11 games. We're right around the corner from the playoffs starting. Uh, so you got teams tanking. You got teams trying to make it. Um, you know, it's it's even more added stuff. Um, you know, the Orlando Magic the other night, like they're going to be a team that we're going to talk about here in a minute, but 
what they rolled out there the other night, they are trying to lose. Um, And and listen, as a Magic fan, lose. Do it. Like, don't go out and win a game. Um, So, listen, I'm all good for it. So, anyway, we get started on this slate with Dallas at Cleveland. It's a 214.5 total here. Uh, The Mavs, a a 4.5-point favorite. They are on the second end of a back-to-back, so we'll be waiting on injury news, but I think they'll be good to go. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're still trying to catch like them and the warriors are fighting for that three spot and the warriors have lost three straight. So, I mean, I think Dallas rolls out their normal lineup here, assuming everyone is good. And on the Cavs side, Allen and Mobley out Rondo doubtful Sexton and Wade out. So starting here with Dallas, Obviously, Luca big game against the Lakers um, yesterday, and it, it shouldn't shock anybody. The Lakers are terrible against point guards, but tougher matchup here going up against Cleveland. What are your thoughts on Dallas here? Yeah, for sure. I mean, they, they pretty much they pretty much coasted to a win. If I'm not mistaken, Stevie, I think they were up by at least almost 30 points at halftime, and Luca just kept cruising. So I, I don't think they. They're going to be worn out, per se, um, but it's still a back-to-back uh, on the road in Cleveland. So uh, I like Luka, don't love Luka. Um, I like Powell, but I don't love Powell. So, you know, it's, I think that's how I am on Dallas today with, with all of the players. Like them, don't love them. They're absolutely going to be a prop team that, that we're on in the prop shops. If, if you want some Dallas props, come hang out. I can already tell you we're probably going to be on Brunson and Dinwiddie over seven and a half and six and a half first half points, respectively. Uh, so that, that's what you can go ahead and pencil in if it comes in where we think. All in all, though, I, I don't think I'm going to be on Dallas too hard today. Yeah, I, listen, they're a team that a lot of people used yesterday and they absolutely crushed. Um, tougher matchup. I think if you're playing anybody, it's Luka. I don't mind maybe taking a shot on Brunson in large field tournaments, but it's really Luca here. And then on the Cavs side of things, now Mobley's out too. Um, So Allen and Mobley are out. The Cavs are still, I'd say the Cavs are still very comfortable where they're at. You know, obviously they catch Toronto and not have to play that play in game. And I think that's something they would love to do, but they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to, they're going to make the playoffs. So, I think this is the spot we're going to see Kevin Love get the minutes. Mark and are going to get the minutes. I just don't see how they don't play these two guys 30 minutes in this game. Um, who knows? You know, Moses Brown is there and he could potentially play a few minutes, but I, I really think that it's going to be Love and Mark in this game getting 30 minutes. Gloves are off with Kevin Love. Time to go. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm with you. I think we saw a little taste of and Cleveland's been doing this to us, Stevie, right? They give us a little taste of Kevin Love, a, a little bit of what could be, and then they play him 14 minutes. But like you said, with, with the injuries, I think they're going to have to play him now. And so I actually like Love and marketing here in what should be a competitive matchup. Um, I, I actually might like Kevin Love a little bit more. I, th- I think I do, Stevie. I, I think he's going to command a little bit more attention. Once again, Garland at 10-2, I just – I know he got 55 against Orlando, but Dallas has been a, a fairly tough defensive team. 
I think I'm going to avoid him there. Karis LeVert is priced up to 5,900 now. So we're getting close, right? I'm still slightly interested because we know there is some upside. Um, he, he was very inefficient in the Orlando game, right? If he hits four more shots, he's right there. Like he shot four for 15, 26.7% Stevie. Uh, if he had some efficiency in that game, we're looking at a nice number for the price, but uh, I'm still in, but I'm not, you know, I'm not, com- I don't feel like it was as good of a play as it was uh, on the previous slate that he played, but love and marketing for sure. I think you're at the top of the list for Cleveland. Orlando at Washington is where we go next Two twenty-two total here. Washington is a four point favorite. Um, we'll start with Orlando. You know, as far as the injury report goes, Wendell Carter Jr., Isaac Suggs out. Washington, they're on the second end of a back-to-back, right? Um, yeah. So, we won't have an injury report for them. On the Orlando side, I got nothing. I want to play nobody. Um, I, from what I what I saw the other night is this team's in full tank mode. Um uh, even like Franz Wagner, a guy that like we've been able to play on and off all year. Okiki, just I got nothing on the magic. I think if you're taking shots on the magic, it's Mortz Wagner, Wagner, um, if anybody. But I, I think this is just a spot for Orlando probably for the rest of the year. I'm just not going to play them. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, you know, Wendell Carter Jr. is out this game, uh, and they're probably going to keep doing this Carter in, Carter out scenario. Uh, they don't. They don't seem to be interested in playing Cole Anthony big minutes down the stretch uh, overall. So I'm with you, man. I, I'm, I'm out on Orlando, and I'm just hoping you know Markel Fultz doesn't start destroying me in the props. He's been a good under for me over the past few weeks, past two games. He's got me real good. So uh, they're playing Washington. I'm probably just going to stay away from the whole situation. On the Washington side. I really, honestly, I don't have a ton of interest in Washington unless Porzingis sits on the second end of a back-to-back. And then then we can talk, right? Um, then you could potentially take shots on Denny and Kawhal Poe, Pachamara, Casper, um, Gafford. All these guys would potentially see minute bumps if Porzingis sits. So, I mean, that's the only way that I'm going to even have any kind of interest in this game is if Porzingis does sit on the second end. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I mean, with the way this season is going, it seems like he should sit. If that's the case, you know, we'll get this probably interesting split between Gaffer and Brian and both are in the three K range, Stevie. And I think that would open it up for us big time, especially with no Kyle Kuzma, Hachimura's 4,600. Like this would probably be a prime time spot for big man value. If Porzingis sits and then Denny Abdi is going to come into play again, Washington could be a gold mine for us, but we're going to need, we're going to need Porzingis to sit. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really, and they honestly, they don't really have a reason to play him. Um, They're not making the playoffs at this point. So they're six games back. So they're not making the playoffs. So I just think that this is where you, you see Porzingis sit and, you know, some of these young guys might get chances to play, but that's all I got here. So we're moving on. 
We got Denver at Indiana taking on the Pacers. 232 total in this game. The Nuggets, a nine and a half point favorite. Jermichael Green is questionable. Murray and Porter Jr. remain out. And then on the Pacers, Bits Days, Brogdon, questionable. Uh, Duarte, out. Isaiah Jackson, questionable. McConnell, Rubio, Turner, Warren, out. And Dwayne Washington Jr., questionable. Um, we'll start here with Denver, and then we'll get into talking about the Pacers. They're kind of in a position, too, with, like, Brogdon. Why run him out there at this point? Um if this game stays close, we could easily see Jokic crush. I just worry about can he get there in three quarters? Because uh, I don't know if this game is going to necessarily stay close enough for him to play the whole game. Yeah, and then, then it's all about the price, right? He's 12-4. Yeah. Um, I, it is a scary situation. Um, I don't expect this game to be competitive, you know, uh, for, for a complete – uh, for a complete game, you know, how he's going to play. I will say this. If all these guys sit, I'm definitely out on, on Jokic. Like if, if, if Indiana only has like eight guys, I don't want any parts of Jokic only because I mean, they could be up 25, 30 points. At some, they could at some point. And for 12 K that's, that's really going to take you if he's got 45 fantasy points outside of that, maybe bones Highland, like, you know, uh, perhaps he got some extra minutes, but probably not. Uh, I'm not really interested in anybody. Maybe DeMarcus Cousins, maybe. But even him, I don't think they're going to roll him out there for big minutes just because it's a blowout. So I'm pro- I'm probably out. Uh, I'm not sure what what uh, Aaron Gordon props are going to come at, out at tomorrow. I, I, I took the overs the other night and it paid off. Uh, Indiana's just as bad as Charlotte, so I, I may be – uh, back to the well on that, but we'll see. All right. Looking at the Pacers side of this game, like I said, I mean, I really don't see Brogdon playing in this game. Um, he hasn't played, I think, since March 18th, 17th, somewhere like that. I just don't see the need to run him out there um, at this point of the season, but who knows? We Obviously, we'll be paying attention to that news. If we do get news that like Bits Days is gonna sit and Jackson is gonna sit, I mean that's where Jalen Smith would be very interesting. Tough matchup though. Um, anything standing out to you here for the Pacers? Yeah, nothing crazy. I mean, I, I, I think I think if all these guys sit, then I do have some interest in some of these cheaper players. Um, you know, we, we had Justin Anderson that's going to continue to play minutes, only played 27 uh, against Atlanta. Lance Stevenson played a few minutes. Um, they kind of s- split a little bit there. Uh, Buddy Heald and Tyrese Halliburton were going off, but Denver's not Atlanta. I will say that. So I'm probably going to be mostly in stay away mode outside of maybe some of these cheaper guys like Anderson or, or Stevenson in like deep, large field GPP. Terry, you know, Terry Taylor played as well. Uh, only put up 19 fantasy points, but I'd absolutely go back to the well if he's going to play 33 minutes. All right, we got Miami at Boston. Two 13 and a half total in this game. And the Celtics are a four and a half to five and a half point favorite, depending on the book that you're looking at. On the Boston side, Jalen Brown is probable. Jason Tatum is probable. Robert Williams is out. Sounds like he might be out for a little while. 
Kayla Martin is questionable. Duncan Robinson is questionable. And Gabe Benson is questionable. So a, lot, a few question marks. Don't know how really many of those question marks will affect um, this game in general. But here, you know, we got we got the battle for number one. Um, you know, obviously the Bucks are up there as well. The East is kind of wide open when it comes to who can be the number one seed. And at the end of the day, you want to be the number one seed if you can. So this should be an this should be like a playoff atmosphere type of game. Um, if this game was in the middle of the season, I probably don't look at it as much. This game, I mean, Butler probably plays 40 minutes in this game if it stays close. Bam probably plays 35 minutes in this game if it stays close. Um, Tatum, Brown, these guys all play big minutes in this game. So I think instead of talking like individual players from both teams, well, I think we just talk about this game in general and just say, all right, this might be a playoff type of game. Maybe we play two to four players from this game. You hope for that type of atmosphere, and that's how this game works out because Tatum's expensive, Butler's not cheap, Bam's not cheap. So I think you need the ceiling out of the game for your players to have ceiling upside. Yeah, I'm with you for sure. Uh, I'll tell you who I'm not playing, that's Kyle Lowry, right? And I know we're talking about the game, not the players, but he's someone I'd scratch off. I'd probably scratch off Derek White here as well with everyone back. And so now, you know, that leaves us with, with the big guns. Smart, Brown, Tatum. Uh, Rob Will is already out for the season, Stevie. Well, I don't want to say the season, season indefinitely, though. So he's not coming back for a while. Daniel Tice played 41 minutes against Toronto. 41. Uh, I'm interested in Daniel Tice in this spot. Um, and then the game as a whole, this – Essentially now, Steve, essentially should be one of the more competitive games. We've got some other ones where guys are fighting for position as well. Like the Pelicans still need to win. And, you know, Golden State and Memphis, they're going to be jockeying. Atlanta needs to win, so forth and so on. But this one on paper is probably the most competitive all the way around with both teams. So I I like the ideology, man. Uh, If I had to pick, I I think I I maybe cap it at three max out of the big guns, which would probably be a combination of Bam, Butler, Tatum, or Smart, Tatum, Butler, Smart, Tatum, Bam. Uh, Jalen Brown at 8,100, he would kind of be my sprinkle piece. I, I I trust Tatum more than all three of the other guys from Boston for what it's worth. Tatum and Butler would be my two favorite plays from this game. And I know they're the two most expensive, but they, I feel like they have the highest ceiling um, of like the whole game in general. So I, I just think this is a game that both of these teams get up for. We see really tight rotations and we see a lot of minutes. So, I mean, it puts like if Miami wins this game, it puts them in a very, very good position as far as just heads up with the Celtics. So, you know, the Bucks are still battling. 76ers are still kind of there. And, you know, we still have a week or so before it really gets down to crunch time, but these games matter. So I think we see just an awesome game. This would be a fun game to watch. I'm sure. I wonder if it's a TV game. I would assume that's a TV game. Anyway. Moving on, we got Charlotte at New York taking on the Knicks. 226 total in this game. Charlotte is a two-point favorite. 
On the Charlotte side, Gordon Hayward is out still. And that's really it. And then on the Knicks side, Grimes, Noel, Reddish, Rose, and Kemba are out. So starting here with Charlotte, LaMelo Ball um, in the Madison Square Garden kind of sounds a little juicy. His usage has been up here over the last week or so. Um, it is that time of the year where I feel like trends matter and you know, Charlotte is trying to get that eight seed. The eight seeds big with this playoff format, the way that it is. If you, you know, if you're that seven or eight seed, you lose that play in game, you get another chance against the winner of the nine and 10 seed. So, um, you know, we look at here recently, 34, 31, 31, 30, the last four games for LaMelo ball usage wise, just put up 53 fantasy points against this team a couple of days ago. I like LaMelo. I think he's the ceiling play from Charlotte. Maybe you take shots. You could you could have potentially taken shots on Bridges if he wasn't so expensive, but he's been playing really good here recently too. Yeah, man. Um, just overall, I mean, Charlotte's they're, – they're, they're in the middle of push mode, right? Like they're trying to make sure they get to the finish line. And so when you look at – the QC3, which, which is what the, the Charlotte commentators call, which I love that, the QC3, Queen City 3. Uh, man, bet some of the best uh, commentators in all the sports. I mean, man, they're, they're playing big minutes. They're all involved. And the, the rotation too, Steve, if you kind of watch the game, like LaMelo or Terry is gonna, are going to leave and then Bridges and then they're going to kind of stagger them back, right? So Bridges gets his chance. Terry gets his chance. And LaMelo kind of gets his chance. And so that's kind of how they all get there in a way, um, in which Terry and Bridges will be on the court together too. But I'm just saying that they've been staggering them really well here down the stretch, which is why you haven't heard me complain so much about it. And, and if you look at LaMelo's minutes, look at, look at the last few games, 39, 34, 37, 34, they're up. And so as his minutes have come up, Stevie, you've seen the upside, 41, 53, 37 against Utah, uh, we still won that game, by the way, 64 and 52. So uh, I like what they're doing. Um, I do think Rogier is, is starting to get sneaky here as the price, you know, kind of fluctuates, get, gets back to this mid-7K, low-7K range. Uh, once again, the Knicks do still give up the three ball. Terry's going to shoot a lot of threes. Bridges is going to shoot a lot of threes. I really like both of these guys in this game. All right, the Knicks side of this game, I mean, this has been a tougher team to kind of figure out. All I feel like all season, um, you know, one game will get a good game from Randall. One game will get a good game from Barrett. Um, Matchup-wise, I mean, this is a matchup that we dream of for a guy like Julius Randall uh, against this Charlotte team. He hasn't had good games against him this season. Um Mitch Rob 5,800. Maybe he's a little interesting. Like we like these big guys. Um, I mean, talk to me here about the Knicks. Yeah. Mitch Rob, I think is definitely going to be in play along with Randall uh, at 9,300. I think he's definitely in play as well. What I was hoping Stevie is that Obi Toppin would kind of get a few more minutes down the stretch. They kind of ease up off of Randall some and Randall didn't play a lot of minutes the last game. But I was hoping Obi Toppin would kind of hover around 25 to 28 minutes, and uh, they're not going to do it maybe until the end of the season or unless Randall gets ruled out again. But I'm with you. The big men are squarely in play. 
Uh, I I will say this as well. I'm not sure where Evan Fournier is going to come out at for from a props perspective in terms of points, rebounds, assists. He comes out anywhere near 18 and a half, 19 and a half. I would probably start hammering the under. They do seem to be content with giving him minutes in the mid-20s. And unless he's really stroking the basketball, he's not going to make it to, to that prop line. So just wanted to put that out there. All right, we got Minnesota at Toronto. 228 and a half total in this one. And the Raptors are two and a half point favorite on the Minnesota side, Beasley McDaniels out on the Toronto side, Birch questionable Bonga and Flynn still out. So Minnesota first here. Will anything standing out to you for the Timberwolves? I mean, Carl Anthony Towns just continues to, I mean, play really, really well uh, at 9,600. I know the last few games, Steven, and I want to point something out. I know the last few games he's been in the low 30s. I don't think that's going to continue. I'm looking at these shot attempts. They're all over the place. Like, they're going to stabilize. And when they do, he's going to be a man amongst boys yet again. I like the matchup against Toronto, up-tempo game. Uh, so, I don't mind Carl Anthony Towns here while, while the while the fantasy points have been down. And maybe that's got something to do with, with this arm injury. Absolutely could, but I'm willing to roll the dice. D'Angelo Russell, 6,600. I think that's a little bit too cheap. Uh, uh, the, the, uh, the models are probably going to like him on this slate tomorrow. You got Anthony Edwards at 7,300. I think that's probably about right where he should be within a matchup with Toronto where it should be competitive. Uh, I like this spot a lot. The Toronto side, a, a healthy Toronto team. You know, we really haven't seen like big upside here from Van Vliet recently. You know, he's not necessarily a bad play. OG's back. That's kind of hurt Trent a little bit. It's definitely kind of hurt Barnes a little bit. Siakam is there. He's a guy that has ceiling in any matchup. Um what are your thoughts here on Toronto? Yeah, um, I like Toronto. Toronto's one of those teams where I've kind of been talking about them all year where the minutes are stable. Even though even though they're back to full strength, Stevie, Pascal Siakam played 47 minutes the other night. I think that was overtime. Yeah, pretty sure that was overtime. But still, the minutes are there for these guys. Uh, Scotty Barnes, same thing. Uh, OG is back, so... You know, but he's 5,700, Stevie. I think that's a great price here. He's probably my favorite Raptor along with uh, Siakam. Van Vliet, I do feel like it's a little bit overpriced now. I think he should be he should be more in the mid-7K range than, you know, upper 8K range. So I think he's overpriced, so he, just, he gets the boot for me. But Siakam and, uh, and OG like, like the prices on them a lot. All right, we're cruising here, big slate, so I'm glad we're cruising along. We got Sacramento going up against Houston, 233 total, and the Kings are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Looking at the injury report, Eric Gordon is out, Dennis Schroeder is out, Christian Wood is out, and Sengun is questionable. On the Kings side, Fox, Davis, Holmes out, Sabonis out, Alex Lynn, Jeremy Lamb, Josh Jackson, questionable. There's a lot of question marks for this game. 
but this is a fantasy goodness game. Um, no defense whatsoever going to be played in this game. We'll start here with Sacramento. Will, what stands out to you for the Kings? Everything. Yep. I, I, <laughs> yep. <laughs> it, it, I mean, Who's playing? Who's wearing a jersey? <laughs> Look, I said the other night that I did not want to take him against Miami. Guess what he does, Stevie? Just goes up there and casually puts up 40 fantasy points. 21 points, nine assists, two rebounds, and today gets Houston at 7,600. I'm in. Uh I like this spot. I'm going back to the well on someone, and that's Harrison Barnes, Stevie. Against Miami, didn't quite get there. Against Houston, this should be a cakewalk. Dante DiVincenzo, we talked about him, 5,300. He got there yet again. Stevie, loving this spot for the Sacramento Kings. Uh, Damian Jones, another guy that's going to play 25 minutes. Sign me up. I just This game, even though these guys are tanking, should be really good. And then we're going to get Christian Wood out again. I mean, it's this is going to be beautiful, Stevie. A beautiful game for us. Yes. Agreed. Um, Patent it. Like, this is a great game in general. Uh, you know, Mitchell, 7,600. He pays off this price tag most, most times in this matchup. Trey Lyles, 5,700. Should get 30 minutes. He's solid. DiVincenzo, he's solid. A lot of good potential here on the Sacramento and on the Houston side of things. But Sacramento could even open up even more minutes if Lamb and Lynn, if these guys don't play. Um, So you're going to be wanting to pay attention to that news. You know, this might be a spot, you know, where news kind of opens up a few extra minutes and the starting lineups look a little different. So on the Houston side, obviously Schroeder being out is huge for a guy like Jalen Green. He should Ooh. handle as many minutes as he can here at 6,500. He's way underpriced. Kevin Porter Jr. finally looking like you know he wants to kind of try to score. Um, so he's somewhat interesting. I think the big thing here is if Sen Gun plays or not. If he plays 6,900 in this matchup, fantastic. If he sits, that's where it becomes super interesting. And I think they'd go kind of small, and we might see like some, you know, KJ Martin, Jason Tate, you know, big, big guy minutes. And this whole game potentially goes small. Yeah. And we saw that a little bit last year, Stevie, if you remember at the end of the season when they kind of just started playing KPJ. Um, or was it KPJ last year? I, I, I know, I know, uh, K, K, uh, Kenya Martin Jr. started playing big minutes at the end of the season, and I mean, he really, he really dialed up the fantasy points for us. Uh, so I'm with you here, especially if all these guys sit. You talked about Singoon, if he sits, KJ Martin's gonna play Kevin Porter Jr., he's already priced up to 7k now because I mean, you saw what he was able to do against the Spurs TV. Uh, 52 fantasy points th- that could be on tap again here as we get down to the end of the season. Jalen Green, you talked about him. Look at the scoring 30 fan, 30 real points, and they're going to need him to do something similar again. Uh, Jay Sean Tate, uh, Stevie played 28 minutes. That's good for him. If, if you're telling me I'm going to get 28 minutes out of Jay Sean Tate to get Sacramento at 4,800, I'm in. I, I, I'm in. He could absolutely put up 40 in 28 minutes. 
just, just a good game overall, Steve. I, I really like this game. Um, perfect for what you want to do, especially if you want to build around some of these uh, heavier Boston pieces or the guys from Charlotte or something like that. This game offers so much goodness, and you're going to be wanting to play this game. It's probably going to end up being a game that's pretty popular. Um, but, yeah, I like this spot a lot. So, Atlanta at OKC is where we go next. 228.5 total in this one. The Hawks, a big favorite at 12 points. As far as the injury report for the Hawks, Collins is still out. Gallinari, Hunter, questionable. And then on the Thunder, Baisley, Dort, Favors, Giddy, SGA, Jerome, Mascala, Williams, out, Trey Mann, questionable. We'll start here with Atlanta. I mean, if this game sneaky stays close, Trey Young could have a monster game, um, monster, monster game against the Thunder here. I think Capella at 6,500, he's consistently getting the minutes right now. He's another guy that, you know, you're potentially looking at here. Bogdanovich, if Gallinari doesn't play, he should play big minutes. So watch that. Watch that Gallinari Hunter news. It could open up a few extra minutes, maybe for like a Dalion Wright or some of these guys, maybe like TLC um, in a good matchup against the Thunder. So, Will, what's your thoughts here on the Hawks? Yeah, they should, they should handle the Thunder big time. I mean, we've seen Capella just really crank up the upside with the, with the limited bodies, with them trying to continue to win, Stevie. I mean, 40-plus fantasy points past two, two outings, and now he gets OKC, which is going to be just a, a, a cupcake matchup. Uh, so I like that as well. I'm actually hoping that Gallinari sits. Like, I, I'm really kind of hoping for that, Stevie. In fact, I'd, I'd like DeAndre Hunter to sit as well because that shores up uh, the production for Huerter, Bogdanovich, and, Tra- and, and believe it or not, even Trey Young. This is what we talked about in the prop shop. The minute Hunter and Gallinari, and Hunter came out of nowhere, but the minute Gallinari was ruled out, I said, okay, we're going to love Hunter tonight. Then Hunter got ruled out, and the first thing I thought about was Trey Young's going to have to score big-time points. Well, he only scored 14 points, but he had 16 assists, Stevie. 16 assists against Indiana. Uh, I, I think the production is going to continue to be there against OKC. Really like Trey Young here at 11K. The other side of this game, the Thunder, you know, obviously they're dealing with a ton of injuries right now. Um, Theo Malden is someone that I keep recommending, you know, keeps crushing his point prop. I think he's not going to stop. Um, he's going to keep taking big sh- a bunch of shots. Isaiah Roby in the OT game the other night, he had a big game. Uh, Poku, he's catch his price is starting to catch up. He he's probably my least of the three, least favorite of the three um, guys here. You know, Wiggins is still forty six hundred. He's gonna play big minutes here. Waters has some upside. He's not gonna play as many minutes, but a lot of potential pieces here on the Thunder side. Absolutely. And, and the potential for me, Stevie, is the minutes. Uh, when you look at these guys' minutes, you talked about Teo Maladon, uh, prop shop here, another prop shop hero from the other night, especially with the OT, 45 fantasy points, 23 real points, 10 rebounds, five assists. Uh, and, and Stevie, I'm not afraid of the Atlanta Hawks. They can't play any defense right now. So I, I'm perfectly fine rolling out the OKC, uh, OKC Thunder 
Uh, Olivier Saar played 35 minutes, Stevie. Now, I don't trust him more than, say, Isaiah Roby or some of these other pieces. Isaiah put up uh, 55 fantasy points, hit a big three to send that game in overtime. Uh, Poku had a nice game, right? 39 fantasy points, got there. Had six turnovers as well, Steve. But got there, 11 assists, eight rebounds. Uh, that, that's what we want to see from him. The, uh, um, uh, Wiggins. Wiggins was on fire the other night against Portland. And it's going to be something similar against Atlanta, Stevie. I am not afraid of the Atlanta Hawks. I'm more scared of OKC uh, maybe allowing the game to get out of hand versus Atlanta stopping them. So I'm in on these guys. Uh, you know, all, all the – Teal uh, Maladon, I like him. Wiggins, I like him. Uh, Poku, I like him. Poku's, you know, the most expensive out of that group. But I like the OKC Thunder. I'm not afraid of the Atlanta Hawks. They haven't been playing defense and teams have been hanging around. All right. We're moving on. We got Memphis at San Antonio taking on the Spurs. 231 total in this game. Memphis is a six-point favorite. You know, Memphis, they're kind of in that two-seed it's not really changing um, unless they go on like a really bad losing streak, but they're not catching the suns. The suns are locked in. Um, they're the one seed. They're going to end the season with the best record in the NBA unless some real crazy stuff happens, but I highly doubt it. As far as the injury report for this one, triple J is questionable. John Morant is out. And then on the Spurs side of things, McDermott is out. And that's really it. Um, the reason that I brought up the playoffs is one of the tightest battles that we have coming down the stretch that we're going to be talking about for the next week and a half. And everyone's going to be talking about is the Lakers, the Spurs and the Pelicans trying. I mean, there's two spots left for three for three teams that are fighting it out. And I mean, it's close. It's going to be close and it will be interesting. And you think about, the beginning of the season, you're like, well, what are the Spurs going to look like? Well, I was way wrong on the Spurs and jumped on it quick, and I've been playing. I've been playing Dejounte Murray all year. Talk to me here about Memphis. What's standing out to you in this matchup against San Antonio? Well, I think here's the crazy part. Dare we say, Aaron? Uh, not Aaron Bain. Uh, Desmond Bain is 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 now the the leading catalyst for this team to, to continue to win. Uh, and they haven't been playing well as a team. Don't get me wrong. But Bain has been outstanding. Uh, Tyus Jones even doing his part, right? Uh, I, I like Bain, though, here. Against the Spurs, it's going to be a good game. Kyle Anderson playing playing in the mid-20s. A little bit of, of slow-mo revenge here. Uh, I like that as well. And then Steven Adams, you know, they're going to need him to deal with uh, – Ah, uh, geez, what's his name? Um, so sorry, people. Jakob Poto. They're, they're going to need him to, to deal with him. So perhaps he gets closer to thirty minutes this game. That would be nice. Uh, but but I really, it's it's Desmond Bain for me. He's going to be one of my favorite plays. Yeah, Bain should be up on everybody's list here. You know, he's someone that when he shoots the ball really well, he can have monster nights. Um, I think the other thing that we're kind of watching here is does Triple J play? Because if he's out, um, that obviously – I think Dylan Brooks could be, like, in line for 30, 35 minutes if 
we get that news or or like a Clark. Clark's cheap. I think he's 4,300. He could see a minutes increase if Triple J sits. So watch that news. On the San Antonio side of things, DeJounte Murray just continues to impress. He's 11-2. This might be a price where I'm like, all right, he's good, but I don't know if he puts up the ceiling in this matchup. Um, Wouldn't shock me, though. Yeah, I mean, both teams kind of... I don't want to say jockey, but Memphis wants to win this game. And if you look at the standings, Stevie, the Spurs, if they – so the Lakers are, have already lost, right? The Spurs win, that's it. It's a, in fact, they may already they may already be, be the 10th seed now that the, that the Lakers have lost. So now I have to check that and see. Either way, if the Spurs win, they're guaranteeing themselves now as long as they keep winning and the Lakers keep sputtering along – they are going to get in. So uh, I, I I like the Spurs here to play their guys down the stretch. So I, I'm, I actually like DeJounte. He's 11-2, big number, but look at the minutes, Stevie. 38 and 40 minutes the past two games. Uh, I, I like him here. Uh, another guy that's playing big minutes now, I don't trust him as much. Even though the fantasy production is there, he's priced up now. But Keldon Johnson, his minutes have been stable the past few outings. Jakob Poto, even his minutes have been stable past few hours in terms of him, you know, 30 minutes against the Pelicans, 27 minutes against Houston, could have easily been 30, had four personal fouls. So I, I like the Spurs because they need to win, and I think they continue to try to get the job done. Yeah, I mean, this this uh, this little playoff race sitting up in the West is going to be fun to follow here. I mean, both, both battles between the Warriors – and Dallas, because I think the three seed is huge. Um, I I personally wouldn't want to play the Jazz or the Nuggets. So, however that kind of works out. Anyway, we got Phoenix going up against Golden State. Two twenty-three and a half total in this game. The Suns a six and a half point favorite. As far as the injury report, Cam Johnson's doubtful. Kaminsky, McGee, Sarge out. Golden State. Curry and Wiseman out. We'll start here with Phoenix. You know, obviously Devin Booker, 9,500. He did have that monster game the other night against Denver. You know, Chris Paul has looked fantastic since returning. His assist rate is insanely high. I think I'd lean Chris Paul over Booker just because of the price. I mean... I think I think I've got to agree. Um, you know, Chris Paul is eight K, and Booker is now ninety five hundred. Um, and with Paul back, at some point things have got to normalize, right? I, I don't think I want to play Chris Paul either. Um, I, I'm just I'm not thrilled about Phoenix on this slate. Uh, I, I know you know the Warriors should be you know back to pretty much full strength minus Curry. It should be a competitive game, but. I think Phoenix's price is just right for me here. Yeah. And then, like, on the Golden State side of things, it's a little bit tougher, right? Obviously, Clay could have big games. Jordan Poole is now 8,200, and I know he's had some 40-point-plus games here recently. I think his price is a little too high for this matchup. I'm struggling here on the on the Golden State side of things. Like, the guy that – the guy Otto Porter Jr. is still somewhat interesting here. You know, those games that they give him that 25 to 28 minutes, he he kind of crushes, but 
I don't love Golden State in this spot. Nothing's really like jumping off the page to me. Yeah, same here. Um, Draymond, like he's just not. He's playing, but he's he's not himself. Clay is too expensive at eighty five hundred. I'm not playing eighty five hundred Clay. Not playing Wiggins here. I think my favorite play might be Otto Porter, Stevie, from 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 Golden State, and he's probably the only person I, I want to get involved in. See, we're we're on the same page there, Will. Um, yeah, we don't feel good about it either. <laughs> New no, Orleans, I don't. New Orleans at Portland, two twenty nine and a half total in this game. Pelicans a anywhere from eleven and a half to thirteen and a half. So some books pricing the Pelicans very aggressively here, and I hear it. On the Pelican side, Valanciunas is questionable. Zion remains out. On the Portland side, Bledsoe, Hart, Ingles, Lillard, Little, Nurkic, Simons, Watford, Winslow, all out. Starting here with New Orleans, you kind of expect New Orleans to just crush in this game. You know, Brandon Ingram is back 26 minutes the other night in his return. Does Brandon Ingram make... McCollum too expensive probably um I think Ingram is interesting at 7300 and depending on Valanciunas I mean Herb Jones might be interesting at 5300 as well so gonna be paying attention to that news but honestly I think it's Ingram on DraftKings at 7300 yeah for sure I mean that's a great price um so let me ask you this, Stephen. I, I, I hate to kind of break it here. How do you feel about CJ in this spot? Is, is this first blood revenge? Is this the first time he's been able to play Portland since he's left? I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, he hasn't played Portland. This would be the first time he's back in oh, Portland. Oh, man. And they need to win, too. I, I, I think I'm, yeah I'm sorry I, didn't even, I, I was just saying I didn't even think about that and I'm like I always look at the narratives but I didn't even think about it yeah this I, I th- this feels like a spot where first of all they, they need to keep winning um they're in the ninth spot so they, they're kind of in the play-in as long as they keep winning they're in the play-in the Lakers or Spurs won't kick them out and CJ going back to Portland, which I, I he I, I'm pretty sure he left on good terms. Like it didn't seem like it was a nasty departure, but I, you got to think the Pelicans say, "Hey man, let's you need five extra shots tonight. We got you. Like fire it up. We're good. Portland's already bad, so so nobody there is going to stop them. I, I, I'm going to take some shots on CJ in this spot for for sure. I don't hate it. I really don't. The more I think about it. More I think about it, CJ might shoot 30 times in this game. Yes. Maybe that's a little high, maybe 25. Um, but it wouldn't shock me if he shoots 25 plus times in this game. So maybe I have to rethink my CJ McCollum thoughts. Um, Portland side, I mean, there's so many people out. Eubanks played 40 minutes against the Thunder the other night. Williams, you know. Obviously, that game was an OT game, but even if you take the OT game out, Williams and Eubanks just played as many minutes as they could kind of handle in that game. I think they're the top two plays. Macklemore is kind of fringy for me. Um, I really want to look at Eubanks, and I really want to look at Williams. 
in this spot. Eubanks, Williams. I mean, they got to keep up, and I think that's the name of the game because they are going to play the minutes. Um, well, the, the interesting thing about Portland, too, is there's no chance of them getting a bottom three. So like they're still wanting to see how these young guys kind of play. Um, so I think they're going to give these young guys minutes and, you know, even you could throw like Ellaby in there too. They want to see what they have because I mean, coming back next season, they got some star power there. I think Lillard's under contract for another year. Um, oh yeah. They brought oh, yeah. in Powell. They got Nurkic. They got Simons. They got Josh Hart. So, like, they want to see what they have in these young guys. And I think that's where the situation's so different than, like, we were talking about with the Magic because the Magic are in that bottom three. And if they lose out, they have a better chance for a lottery where Portland is kind of, you know, they started the season good enough where it's like, all right, we'll see what happens. For sure. Um I do think Lillard's going to have to move, though, for what it's worth. Like, I think Lillard is out. Oh, I I don't, I don't think. But I don't yeah. know if he's under contract or not. Um, if he's not, I don't see him returning to Portland. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm looking it up because I'm so yeah. curious. Gotcha. I feel like he's got another year or two. He's a free That's agent a- in 2025. He signed so, a yeah, four-year extension for a lot of money. Yeah, he's forty-four million dollars a year. I think they're going to trade him. I I don't think they can keep him, Stevie. He's going to be very disgruntled. I think at some point, like I think he'd already kind of been thinking about it anyway. But um, anyway, back to our regularly scheduled programs. I I think the guys that are going to play the minutes: Williams, Ellaby, Eubanks, and uh, Keon Johnson. I I think I think those are the guys that, that I'm looking at for sure. Yeah, I forgot Keon Johnson. Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah. All right, let's play the morning grind game. We cruise through those 11 games, and um, then we'll get out of here. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. There's going to be a lot more of these plays throughout the day. Be paying attention to lineup HQ and all that stuff. Grinders live, crunch time. Um, Trust me, there's going to be a lot more plays that open up here. Yeah, uh, I mean, Steve, you talked about it. There's going to be a lot. I'm going to go with Otto Porter at 4,500 for now. And they're going to be better plays than him, but I kind of want to get a little bit off the board. So so Otto Porter is going to be my guy. I'm going to totally butcher this dude's name, but I'm going to call, you know, tell it anyway. Vit Krijic, um, Krijic, Krijic. Uh, he's 4k He plays for the thunder. He's been getting really like 27, 28 minutes. They played OT the other night. I think he has seven X plus upside. If it's a blowout, he's still going to get minutes. So it doesn't matter over 8k to go under five X. Who's your bust today? Uh, probably kind of got a lot of those too. In my, in my opinion, <sighs> I'm going to go Darius Garland at 10 to, I, I, th- I still think he's too expensive. I'm going to go Halliburton at 9,700. I think he is too expensive for this matchup. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Who is your favorite 6X play today? Um, I've got so many. Um, Give me. 
Give me Jay Sean Tate. I, I was going to go Davion Mitchell. G- give me Jay Sean Tate. You can do a two for today. That's fine. It's 11 game slate. Um, yeah. I'm going to go Jalen Green at 6,500. I like his point prop too. Um, on prize picks, it's been coming in at like 18, 18 and a half. I like the over. Maybe they're, I, I, I would assume they adjust it now that he's had two really good games in a row and the shot yeah. attempts continue to be up. But watch that, watch that Jalen Green point prop on prize picks or if you're in a legal state to do sports betting. Um, I, I like that one. So uh, let's get weird. GPP play of the day. It's an 11 game slate. It doesn't take much to get weird. Who do you like today? Um, give me CJ McCollum. I, I don't. I don't think people are going to put a lot of value in him going back to Portland at eighty eight hundred. Give me McCollum. I like it. I'm going to go kind of to the top today as well. I'm going to go Lamelo Ball. I don't think a lot of people will be playing Mello in this spot. I don't think he'll be over ten percent owned. So he's weird enough, I think, to get different. I think, you know, obviously, like I said, I think the Hornets, if they can push for that eight seed over Brooklyn, it's huge for them. Um, you know, that's, uh, you know, one of the races that we were watching down the stretch here. But LaMelo, he's had good games against the Knicks already this season. Um, I think 53 and 58. So I like this spot for him, especially going into Madison Square Garden. Players always get up for those games. Um, any bets standing out to you here, Will, night before? Um, just some of those props that I gave out. Um, I'm gonna try to think. Right, I, I think I think an important one for me tomorrow is definitely going to be Evan Fournier. I want to see where his points, rebounds, assists come out at. 18 and a half, 19 and a half, definitely want to take the under. I'm probably even in at 17 and a half at this point, even though they're playing Charlotte, just because his minutes seem to be coming back down. <laughs> Excuse me, to the mid 20s. Um, in terms of the Houston Sacramento guys. Um, I'm not sure where they're going to land right now um, because Jalen Green's kind of been out of his mind with the scoring. My assumption is maybe he comes in at 18 and a half. Now, probably be inclined to take the over on that. Um, but I just I want to see where those land first before I uh, before I get involved. Um, I'm not always right, but I totally nailed yesterday's Detroit plus 15. Um that that line was crazy and nailed it. Um, nothing, nothing like jumping out. There's a few props that I'll definitely be looking at. Uh, Theo Maldon, Brandon Williams, uh, Jalen Green. These guys that are in heavier roles right now. Um, always something that I'm kind of looking at on the prop side of things to see if I could take advantage of. But as far as like game totals and stuff, um, I mean Washington minus three and a half against the Orlando tanking magic is juicy i don't care who's playing them at this point it they're they want to lose so um you could even you could even money line the washington it's not too bad i think it's like one oh it changed it was like 150 earlier it's 160 now that's probably too much i would just take the spread but anyway i think that's it for us today we'll be back tomorrow talking more hoops if you haven't already download the rotor grinders discord there's so much going on over there including chief's prop shop it's a free channel it's right at the top of the rotor grinders discord rotorgrinders.com slash discord it's very easy to get in and use there's a ton of conversations going on each and every day about everything in the sports world so check it out 
We'll be back tomorrow talking hoops. Hope everyone has an awesome night. Good luck, everyone. See you then.